Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Our social connections with parents and caregivers in particular are the most profound shapers of how we experience the world and view our place in it. Dr. Bessel van der Kolk is one of the world's leading trauma experts and he is the author of the best-selling book, The Body Keeps the Score. He says that our attachments and relationships while we're growing up have a more profound impact on our development than particularly traumatic individual incidents. That's a core issue that is not central in our psychological thinking these days, is that we are social creatures, our, we have brains in order to be part of a tribe. And most of our brain is, uh, when you have a little baby, they're just pure instincts. They don't care about anybody else. Uh, and then slowly, when you see this little baby grow, become more and more social and adapt themselves more and more to the environment, are more and more able to talk and communicate. We are profoundly social creatures. And if we don't get the social connections, as we know from the studies of orphanages and stuff like that, your brain doesn't develop. Uh, you cannot connect with other people. So at the very core of us is that we need to be able to form uh, safe and close relationships with each other. And uh, all the enterprise in the world is based on that. You know, We have Teslas because a bunch of engineers were able to collaborate on building an incredibly complex engine. Uh, yeah. And the obvious relationship that we need is that relationship with our caregivers typically parents yeah and that relationship particularly with the mother that relationship is foundational in terms of the way we go on and see the world yeah that's where we start yeah yeah so for example you talk about if we don't feel seen and heard if we feel scared and rejected that is the prism through which we will see the world yeah. almost inevitably for the rest of our lives, unless we do the work that is beyond just talking about it. That doesn't even touch the surface. We need to get into that, the emotional part. Yeah. That is the way we will see the world, inevitably. Yeah, so the middle part of our brain, our limbic system, more or less builds a model of the world on the basis of your experiences. And that becomes hardwired. So this early experience in the first, um, whatever number of years of your life, 
give you a sense of, you see this when you see little kids, they push things and they throw things and do things. What they explore is what impact do I have on the world and what impact has the world on me? And that is the task of growing up is to really discover who you are in the context around you. And if you're met with disgust or rejection or uh, abuse, then you feel like I cause abuse to happen. Kids are very egocentric. And so they will feel like I am a blight on the face of the earth. Nobody likes me. Nobody cares for me. And that's the legacy that you carry inside of yourself, which could be translated into become a very nasty person to other people, or at least be a very nasty person to yourself. And what about if theoretically here, your parents treat you quote unquote well, but don't treat each other well? Well, that's, that's a huge issue because again, we are relational creatures and kids have an enormous uh, are very impacted by their parents. Actually, I, I watched um, uh, Steven Spielberg's movie last night, his new movie, and it was very, and his parents break up, and he beautifully portrays what a devastating impact that had on him as as a 15, 16 year old. And by that time, kids are pretty grown up and have a good identity. But it's a beautiful portrayal about the, the devastation of seeing your family disintegrate, and then. Who are you loyal to? Uh, who do you feel safe with? What obligations do you have? And many people who see family violence and stuff like that really become caretakers of other people to prevent them from doing terrible things to each other. Uh, I know many school teachers and therapists with that background, but that sense of I'm defective and I cannot do anything stays with them no matter how many wonderful things they do to other people. Well, wow. which again comes back to doing the work yeah. on a very deep level. And, and again, yeah. not just talking therapy, which even that is balked upon by still so many people. That really only still touches the surface. And I wanted to say as well, because you know I've read some books, um, for example, sporting books, where people talk about the drive to achieve great things or big things. You know, the sort of type of people we put on pedestals. Yeah. And, you know, there's one school of thought that often it's driven by a, a trauma can uh, provide the necessary energy and power and all that kind of stuff to want to show the world that they're good enough. And then other people dispute that by saying, well, they haven't gone through tragedy. They haven't lost a parent. They haven't been involved in a plane crash. They haven't been involved in X, Y, Z. But actually, trauma can be as profound as those more obvious things just by growing up in an, in an environment, and correct me if I'm wrong, where you may have the material comforts, but if you if you don't feel seen, if you don't feel heard, then the trauma that is laid down in that environment can be as profound as something far more obvious. Yeah, so, but but the research actually shows beautiful research by uh, Cardinal Lawrence Ruth and other attachment researchers is that the breach of an attachment system is more profound than the particular incidents. So having a parent who turns away from you when you're distressed or a per parent who expects you to take care of them instead of them taking care of you uh, actually has very pervasive long-term effects on your biology and your identity. And part of what is problematic right now is everybody calls everything a trauma, but uh, a trauma really is an event that is overwhelming and there is something 
beyond that, and that's uh, whether you feel safely embedded in a social structure with people who you know are there for you. And that issue of the social structure that uh, in which you feel safe is actually a more profound mental phenomenon than particular traumatic incidents. And I just want to give an example that popped in my head there from your book, which is going back to the Blitz and children who were kept in, in London when, and they would be going in bomb, into bomb shelters, they would see dead bodies and burnt out buildings, were less traumatized than the children who were sent away to safety in the countryside. And that speaks volumes. Yeah. And that's very important stuff. But it's intriguing to me how our school systems and our mental health systems never really got to really grasp that and understand that. Huh? That how the safety of your home and the safety of your school uh, is the core foundation of all human safety and caring and love. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Life Lessons podcast with me, Simon Mundy. Please do check out loads of the other life lessons on my YouTube page. The link is in the bio.